MTV. I want my MTV. I want my MTV. Hello, as you may already know, I'm Velvet Jones. Crushed. Welcome to the party, pal. Oh yeah. What's happening, hot stuff? Isn't that special? Live from Members Only Studios, welcome to Living in the 80s. How you doing, Matt? I'm doing pretty good, Rob. Thanks for asking. All right, man. Hey, thanks again for joining us this week. Uh, I want to thank Kevin Ackley for joining us last week. And you know what? We had so much fun talking about death that we decided we're going to do it again. Well, what a fun topic, you know? And I thought the people are just loving us. Tell us more about people dying. All right. <laughs> I mean, so we're going to keep it going. Yes. All let's right. stay on the death train. So before we get totally started, uh, again, thanks for, for joining us and for being part of the festivities. Um, you can find us on all kinds of different uh, outlets such as uh, iHeartRadio, um, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, uh, coming soon to TuneIn Radio, and Amazon Podcasts, and about a dozen others. Like, we are, we're everywhere. 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 You can't escape the no. power of living in the 80s. The reach of the 80s. That's right. Uh, also want to thank um, the guys over at Star1079.com, as well as Roundtown Radio. And we wanted to, you know, just thank, thank you guys for, for uh, tuning in and for doing our thing with, with us. And you can always... Check us out on our website at livingintheeighties.us. Yes. All right. Did we cover all that? I think you got it all. All right. We'll, think we'll, we'll thank the good folks from Anchor later. Sure. So, but for now, we're going to get right into our topic. Let's talk death. Let's talk death. So, these are people that uh, made some kind of an impact in the eighties. Uh, you know, whether they were, uh, we're going to go TV and movies. Sure. Uh, some people blended over and did a little bit of both, but um, you know. Again, like we talked about last week, these are people that we grew up with. Right. Like, they were part of our childhood, part of our teenage years, people that, uh, you know, we, we admired, maybe. Um, yeah, and you, you recall different <clears throat> different scenes, different shows, different movies. You quote lines from your past. And so, you, you're kind of, we're kind of paying homage to a lot of these guys all the time. Mm-hmm. And then to just kind of look back and realize... Oh well, they're not with us no more. Or yeah. you know, it's kind of uh, I don't know what it is. It's, if it's good, it's bad. It's it's. I guess it's I don't know. It's life. I guess. Yeah. Part of life is death. Everybody that lives dies. Yeah. I mean, in some ways, it's really sad because we we do you get kind of uh, attached to them, or you just <clears throat> you really really appreciate their work, and you think, oh well, you know, they're they're gone, or it's the. Yeah. Uh, you kind of follow their career. Yeah. Like, you go from what... Because I know whenever I'm watching a movie, sometimes I'll go, oh, yeah, this guy was in that movie. Yeah. And then, like, if I'm at home, I'll get in, like, IMDb or something, see what other stuff they were in. Mm-hmm. And I might be led to watch another movie afterwards. And some of the performances are just so so real that, you know, they just kind of capture capture right. your imagination in that moment. So and, and it's weird because, you know, obviously, we, you know, we don't know these folks. You know, we don't personally know them. But, yeah, through... Uh, through TVs and movies, we kind of feel like we do because uh, a little different than like you know some of the musicians we talked about last week. 
You, know, you, you spend a couple hours with someone on, on a screen, on a movie, or you watch them for several years of their life through a series on TV, you feel like you know them, or you know their character. Yeah. And it's, so when they're gone or they pass, it's kind of like, oh, you know, I'm going to miss them. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Well, it, you know, when you're thinking about music, like when, when I hear a song, it usually takes me back to a moment. Like um, we talked about Prince last week. And uh, one of the things I remember that the summer of 1983, when the 1999 album was out, I remember hanging out with uh, my friend David and my friends Lisa and Ginger, and like we would be in, and if Lisa was driving, like they would play that 1999 album to death. So now today, when I hear 1999 or Little Red Corvette or something, it takes me to that. Right now, when I'm seeing a movie. It takes me back to the movie, right? Not to a scene with a friend, unless it right. was a a movie I remember seeing with a friend, right, right? But I don't remember most of that. I just remember the movie itself, right? And so, so you get like a a, a weird attachment to, to some of these actors and actresses. So yeah, it's kind of so. The first one we're going to talk about here is uh, Alan Rickman. Um, Dude was cool. Hans Gruber. That's what I remember. Yeah, he was the bad guy from Die Hard. One of the greatest Christmas movies of all time. Can I say it? Uh, well, I mean, obviously, because it's a running thing. Yeah, you're going to say it. It's a Christmas <laughs> movie. So there it is. It's, it's out there. So And there's a, there's some support for that. So There is. Is there? Not much. Is there, yeah. <laughs> there is a group of rebels out there, there that, uh, that sing, uh, you know. But yeah, I kept falling off the roof. Oh. It's one of the best. I mean, we all it's, it's It's there. It's there, yeah. Oh, yeah. And just just his yippee ki yeah. you know that no, that whole thing, that's it. calling uh, 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 John McClane Roy Rogers. You know, <laughs> well he said his name was Roy Rogers, so yeah, that was very cool. So Good yeah, stuff. Alec Rigman, uh, he died of cancer a few years ago. So yeah, R.I.P. R.I.P. Rip, rest in peace. Right. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so we got Alec uh, Guinness here. Who was who was he? He was Obi Wan Kenobi. He was Obi Wan. Yeah, Kenobi. man, I was a big Star Wars kid when you, I was little. You were, weren't you? I, well, kind of. You know, see, here's the thing. I love Star Wars, and I was in sixth grade when Star Wars came out. And when the other movies came out, I, I liked them. Yeah. Like I, I didn't live Star Wars, mm -hmm. but you know, some people right. did and still do. Yeah, Jason. Uh, no, yeah. who thinks it's a documentary? I think. I think so. I yeah. don't know. So, yeah, Obi-Wan Kenobi, which he had a very storied career prior to his Star Wars stuff, but to us children of the of the 80s, um, we're going to remember Star Wars. And then that something to some of these uh, actors, they they have several chapters of their life or several characters, but but they're known to us as whatever. You know, yeah. It's like they could have done 10 things, but they did that one thing and that's what we like. Yeah. That's who they are. Yes. Know? Well, to me, our next guy here oh. um, is one of those guys, Bill Paxton. I love that dude. Man, I forever see Chet from Weird Science. For oh yeah, oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> he when, when that role just for some reason, like all the John Hughes movies, and one of these days Matt and I are going to do a John Hughes podcast. Absolutely. So, um, well, what did he turn? They turned to a blob or a to a big turd. Yeah, yeah, that's what yeah. a turd. Yeah, because yeah. <laughs> uh, Lisa said right. you've been such an shi, you know yeah. the rest. That, these boys, and now, oh come on, have a heart. I, I was that. just only funning with them, <laughs> whatever you're saying. But uh, yeah, I remember him in that. My favorite role, my 
favorite was in Tombstone. Oh yeah, yeah. That, that I love that movie. I mean, it's a '90s movie, but I loved it. Twister. Yeah, I was gonna say he was a Twister line. dude. I love man. Twister too. I mean, I I I just I love Twister. I just yeah. uh, I, education. Aliens. It's education. Yeah. Aliens. Oh yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Bill Paxton was great. Yes, he was. And uh, you know, uh, rest in peace there. When did he die? How long ago was he that? He died in, um, it was just a couple years ago. Um, you, you mean, get on the Twitter machine here and find out real quick. I remember, it was, again, it was one of those unexpected time, you know, deaths. Like, you know, he was way wow. too young. Um, he uh, he died in 2017. Two, okay, so he was only, um, gosh, I what? can't do my math. You got to do Bo- math. Born, born in 1955. Which is, uh, 62? Yeah. Yeah. Ish. Yeah. Ish, yeah. Way too young. Way too young. Way too young. Uh, next on the list, we got Christopher Reeve. Man, that's Superman. A, wow. Wow. That, I mean, that, that was tough. I mean, uh, you, uh, just the bad irony. You know, I mean, going from being Superman, the man of steel, and yeah. can, you know, you can jump and leap and all that kind of stuff, and then all of a sudden have an accident where you. You were you were literally. Yeah, he was how he was paralyzed for several years. Several, I mean, um, yeah. But he always seemed to have an upbeat spirit. Um, you know, his you know being in public and stuff. He, you know, he, he didn't become a recluse. He you know still stayed out there, and he was a fine actor. Um, it, it said that he died from an infection from a bed sore. Is that does that sound right to you? Yeah, yeah. That's just to take out Superman like that. Yeah, only fifty two. That's only 52. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Very that's, sad. That's very, very sad. He was a, a quality actor, and uh, yeah, that, that, that's, <clears throat> that was a shame. That was yeah. a shame. Uh, next, Corey Haim. Oh, man. Um, childhood actor, teenage actor, you know. If you, if you were an 80s dude, from, you know who Corey Haim Oh, yeah, is. you know, Corey Haim and Corey Feldman were always you know, doing the movies. Um, got into drugs really bad. Did he really? Yeah, he was. Yeah, he had a huge problem. Him and well, him and Corey Feldman both did. Corey Feldman got out of that that scene, and then I remember they he was actually helping Corey Haim go through rehab and stuff like that. And he was was pretty clean. He would cleaned himself up, but he had uh, he caught pneumonia, and um, they the the original thought was well it's a drug overdose, but no, it was pneumonia. They found a little bit of drugs in his system. It was right. more like maybe he had you know, smoked a joint or something. Right. But uh, it wasn't like, you know, the stuff he was, the hard stuff he was doing earlier. But yeah, it's, uh, you know, it, whenever you see someone young go like that, it, <coughs> it's very sad, which yeah. there's a, a couple other ones on here that fall in that category. And, and he was a, and he was a solid 80s, like a, a young icon. Oh, yeah. Dude. I mean, yeah. he was solid. I remember probably my favorite role of his was in Lost Boys. Lost Boys, yeah. yeah. Which, the best vampire movie of all time. Ever, ever. Uh, next, we got uh, no relation to me. Uh, Dudley Moore. You're really not related. No, I'm, no, I get that a lot. Get that a lot. Matthew, he does what he pleases. <laughs> That's good. Is that Chris crossing? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Look at you, Mister. I don't know what? a lot about music. I'm just saying. I'll, every now and then, I surprise myself. You yeah. surprise me. Yeah, uh, Dudley Moore, uh, known basically for uh, his roles in Ten. And Arthur, which you just uh, sang this little song from there. Is that what, what that was? I, well, <laughs> I, I was being very, very generous when I said that. Thank you. I he died it. in 2002 of pneumonia. Yes. Uh, complications from 
Uh, progressive. What's it? What? What you got there? Super nuclear palsy. Supra nuclear palsy. Which is not PSP. like uh, not regular nuclear palsy, but it's super yeah. nuclear. Palsy. Whatever that is, he died from it. Oh, wow. That's <laughs> so yeah. I, I I watched the Arthur movies mm, probably a few months ago. First one was was kind of funny. Second one, eh, not so much. The first one was, was I thought really funny. Yeah. yeah, you know, I think it could have been better if Liza Minnelli wasn't in it. Right, because right. she she's like her and Cher and Barbara Streisand and Bette Midler. Shit. Those are my Mount Mount Rushmore of <laughs> least favorite singer actresses. Yes, Mike, I did four. People you did just four. For Why did you do four? Because those are the only the four that grind my gears the most. Okay, all right. Well, that's for you, Mike. Like, uh, Enjoy that, Mike. Yeah. Never happen again. Yep, never. So, yeah, Dudley Moore. Uh, next, a uh, guy we loved, Gene oh, yeah. Wilder. Willy Wild, Wonka. Wild and crazy guy. Yeah, no, that, that that's um, that's Steve Martin. Yeah. He well, no, 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 wild and crazy guy. Oh. I'm taking two, uh, two crazy, what, him and, uh, and, him and, and Stir Crazy. Him and Richard Pryor, Stir Crazy. Yeah, which yeah. is two, yeah, yeah. yeah. What, what is, there was a line. No, that line was Dan Aykroyd and yeah, Steve Martin. Wild and crazy. Yeah, that's, wild that's, and crazy that's, guys. Yeah, that's you know. this. But didn't wasn't there a line about them being? Huh? And when they were in the jail cell, you know. Don't remember. Now I gotta go watch a movie. Okay. <laughs> so yeah, Gene Wilder um, married to Gilda Radner. Uh, very. Uh, uh, seeing him go through everything with her, and then. You know his heartbreak and loss after that just kind of really humanized him for us, mm-hmm. and so you, you kind of really want to root for a guy like that. Incredible, funny, great comedic timing. Young Frankenstein was amazing. Yeah, that was probably my my favorite Gene Wilder performance. Cause, yeah, like that guy just uh, again we the, the the funny people that we like we often like them because they they know how to make us laugh at like the most unexpected. Right. And, so. and, and you know, his the, the Willy Wonka meme will live on forever. 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 Yeah, I, I, and I do. I, I love the, the Charlie and Chocolate Factory. I think he did a fantastic job on that. It was, uh, that's a classic clip yep. through. If it's on, I gotta watch it. Mm-hmm. Good stuff. Good stuff, too. Oh, yeah. Uh, so next, we, oh, Gregory Hines. Yeah. He when let's see, he passed away uh, in 2003. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was more. I mean, he was more of a dancer, actor. He's kind of known for my, my favorite role of his was Running Scared with Billy Crystal. They both played cops. Oh yeah, that was I a do. good one. But yeah, he was really known for his dancing. I think White Knights. White Knights. That's, yeah, the, that's yeah, what it was. That was. Uh, yeah, he he seemed like an okay guy. Mm-hmm. Um, I think if they made an autobiography or a biographical picture of. Uh, Sammy Davis Jr. Gregory Hines could have played him because those yeah. guys kind of looked a lot alike to <laughs> they me. They did. Good they call. Kind of remind me of each other. Um, Jim Varney. Yes. Yeah, this guy made a living out of one line. Hey, Vern. Hey, Vern. What's our name? Hey, Vern. Yeah. Um, he did the, the commercials, which became movies, and he segued that into Jed Clampett. Yeah. Yeah, what, what was the Jed Clampett? Yeah, he, he played Jed Clampett in the Beverly Hillbillies movie in 1993. Um, in 1993? Yeah, it wasn't very good. Okay. Yeah, that's why you never heard of it. Oh, interesting. So, yeah. So, um, yeah, he was a... He, he's one of those guys. He would show up on... 
I think it was Nashville now. He would kind of co-host that kind of thing. Um, but you know what? I, what what I liked about him is is he has he had a character, you know, and and he just kind of had his own persona and he he ran with it and yeah. he it's I get it. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I could. If nothing else, I would be envious of what he he, he got away with. He yeah. made a lot of movies with Ernest. So. Yes, he did. Uh, died of cancer, age 50. 50? Age 50, he yeah. only lived to be 50? Only 50. And here's the funny part, because like, we remember these people, you know, in their primes, doing whatever. He's been dead 20 years now. He died in 2000. Wow. So it's like, what? What? <laughs> what happened? Yeah, that, that's... Yeah, going through this list of names, it, it is there is a lot of paradigm shifting going on here of realizing, A, how old we are. If you're listening to this podcast, there are some youngins. There might be a couple of you. You said youngins. I said youngins. <laughs> uh, but basically, you're probably old if you're listening to this, or older. And, and so it's it's kind of, to, to hear some of these names and just the fact that he's been gone for 20 years, that is just yeah. weird. It's nuts. Nuts. Weird, 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 weird. Okay. Who's next? Is that you? Me? Uh, you. Oh, oh, I love this dude. John Candy. Oh, yeah. No, I, no, and he's been gone for 26 years. That is... That's in, 1994 that's he insane. died. That's insane. He died in Which I can't even wrap my, my brain around that. It, the, the, he was... I mean, he was in the prime of his prime of his prime. I mean, like, every movie he was making was, was solid. I mean, Yeah, and, and it's funny because he kept churning them out. Like, you look at his... his movie resume tons of movies Stripes Vacation Splash Armed and Dangerous Spaceballs Planes Trains and Automobiles Great Outdoors Uncle Buck Good Night yeah. every one of those movies are good Cool Runnings Cool Runnings Cool Runnings yes yeah. uh, probably my favorite John Candy moment was Super Bowl 19 when the 49ers were playing the Bengals getting down to like no time left and they're on that last drive and Joe Montana Tells the team, he goes, Look, there's John Candy up in the press box. That's right. Good stuff. You, you told that story. I, I did. Love I love yeah. that story. So, yeah, John Candy. Yeah, he, he was uh, he, he was just, he was hilarious. He, and when, when he passed, it was like, you know, it's it's like, uh, it was kind of scary. Because, like, I don't, I mean, it seemed like all the overweight, funny guys were. Chris Farley, Farley, John Belushi, Jim King. Yeah. yeah, it's like if you were, if you were funny and overweight, it's like enjoy it while you can. Because <laughs> you're not going to last. Yeah, it's scary. Which, yeah, that's nuts. Absolutely nuts. Um, Who's next? John Hughes. Oh, with the man, the man, this one's rough. This, this one's the... rough. I, I am a huge fan of all of those teen comedies he did in the '80s. Dude, he basically formed us. He did. He did. You he I mean? truly did. Like he formed our, like, partially our sense of humor, how we listened to music. Oh yeah. Um, how we handled romance and dating. Like this guy was there for us. Think about it. Yeah. Uh, the Breakfast Club, Sixteen Candles, um, Weird Science, Weird Science, uh, Ferris Bueller's Day Off, Yep, uh, Pretty in Pink, Some Kind of Wonderful. That. That, the, the vacations, the, yeah, the vacation movies, um, uh, Home Alone. <laughs> it's like, are you kidding me right now? This guy had a a 
huge impact on on pop culture over right. the last you know 20 30 years right. and it, it still lives on yeah because like people making movies today try to look at his formulas and mm -hmm. try to replicate that but yeah like I have a a playlist uh, on my iTunes and the playlist is called John Hughes movie soundtracks <laughs> yes I'm that guy 70 songs oh wow four hours and 17 minutes so like if you guys are ever interested in in uh, a playlist on John Hughes movie music let me know I'll, I'll hook you up very <laughs> so, cool yeah so yeah, yeah it, it's, it's weird to think that that dude was, was such an influence on a generation but he, he really really was yeah I mean it's uh, it's really well it's pretty well yeah <clears throat> alright who's next Oh, is it me? It's yeah. you. Oh yeah, uh, Patrick Swayze. Yeah, wow. I was I, I was I was shocked when this one when, when this happened. I, me too. I, I mean, it was I mean, he may well, have been yeah, sick. Yeah, he was he, sick. We we knew he was sick. Um, but yeah. still, when I heard the pass, I'm like, no way. Yeah. No way. Yeah, me too. It's like when you hear people who have been cancer, you expect these longer fights and and really working towards healing and stuff mm -hmm. like that. And then others just kind of go fast. And he seems like he went kind of fast to me. Right. And, you know, he left a great legacy. Like, The Outsiders, one of the best 80s movies. Mm -hmm. um, Dirty Dancing, of course. Roadhouse. Um, Roadhouse was a was a great movie. Um, gosh. Uh, Red Dawn. Red Dawn. That's one I was thinking of. Thank you. I love that movie. Like, every once in a while, I just have to stop and watch that movie. Right. Because it's such a it's such a cool movie. Well, and and when I think of Patrick Swayze, I think of him and Chris Farley, Chippendales. Oh, my that goodness. Will, that will live forever. And, you know, it's, yeah, how Patrick Swayze was always really chiseled. Oh. And, Pat, and, and if you've not seen it, you know, look it up. But Chris Farley, way overweight. And they're dancing. And Patrick the, Swayze's the like, I, I don't know if I'll get the job because... Yeah. You know, you've got all those moves. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can't possibly move like that. It was a Chip and Dale audition, and they were all... Oh, oh, that, was, that was great. Good stuff. Good stuff. Next, uh, Richard Pryor. So, wow. he was one of... Uh, you know, I remember him from back in the 70s uh, being a stand-up comedian. Very raunchy. Right. Uh, yep. Then he transitioned into movies and stuff, and he had to tone himself down a little bit. But uh, it just you know he was he was uh, he was he was he was funny. Um, he like he got diagnosed with multiple sclerosis in 1986, and then uh, he ended up eventually dying of a massive heart attack uh, in 1990. Right. So when you think about Richard Pryor, all the funny moments, you know, the Saturday Night Live appearances, the um, the movies and so forth. It, you, you felt like he had a twenty to thirty year career, but it was really you know, seven or eight years. Isn't that wild? Yeah. So. He, did a, he, he did a lot. He was busy man while he was working. Yes, he was. He was very, very busy. Um, next. Oh, next is man. This one's crazy. Too young. Yeah. Uh, River Phoenix. River Phoenix. That was. Man. Uh, I mean, that, I mean, obviously, Stand by Me was like the the classic movie. That's the one I remember the most. Yeah, and um, that was uh, the pivotal movie, I think. But still, he, he was one of those ones that was. It, he died in nineteen ninety three of a drug overdose. I think it was outside a Viper Lounge or something like yeah. that. And uh, I mean, it's just that that whole family has been through their fair share of drama like that. But yeah. Uh, I, it was 93 so how old was he was 
was oh, he, was, is he in a 27 club? No, he wasn't. No, he, I don't think, I think he may have still been a teenager um, when he died. He was, I mean, he was so, like, he was still, like, do, like he'd done, like, the Indiana Jones movie there. Um, yeah, he, well, he was 23. 23, yeah. Yeah, so, again, I mean, he was way, on, way too young. Yeah, and, and I think sometimes when, because he was young and stand by me, it's like when you get some notoriety and you're into that lifestyle at such a young age, I mean. Uh, oh, yeah, like some people can handle it really well. Right. Others just cannot. And usually the ones that handle it the best are usually the ones that get out of the business young. Yeah. And it makes you wonder, like, what kind of problems they they have or like what I should say what kind of problems does Hollywood have when these young people either die or get out of the business right you, we see them go through all this stuff like uh, well, you look at like Macaulay Coughlin I mean yeah oh he's, yeah he's the, the, the child star and all of a sudden it's like what is going on with this guy Shia LaBeouf is another one like yeah. he crashed the wall like, he's coming back now have you seen Peanut Butter Falcon it is a great movie it is a great movie it's so, such a good movie and, and it's funny it's Prime Video yeah I, like uh, he's one of those guys that uh, has had his fair share of like crazy moments and stuff I've kind of always pulled for him yeah. like Eagle Eye is, is one is a great movie I've yeah. never checked that one out so he, I mean, he's, he's a talented actor, but Peanut Butter Falcon, check that thing out, man. It's a great That's good. flick. It's not starring River Phoenix at all. No, no, no. What you were talking about, talking about River, I mean. Yeah, no, but, but no, um, yeah. So people like him, like Macaulay Culkin, right. those guys, you know, had had decent little careers, made some good movies, good money, but the fame, the, the pressures, uh, it, it, without, and I think a lot of it goes back to parenting, and good mentoring, right? Um, you know, not to shift the blame totally on the parents, but you know they're they're trying to well, put their kids out there and you they're know, trying to make some money. Well, and there's there's just this underbelly, this uh, this dark part of society of Hollywood. It's uh, it, could, it could you know obviously it's done some damage over the years. It's, it's, uh, it's pretty sad, and, yeah. I, and I think Rivers is a, uh, he's a victim of that. So, all right, who we got next? Uh, Robert Stack, Captain Kramer from Airplane. Ah, uh, yeah. Yeah, he's no. He also hosted Unsolved Mysteries, but dude, I love that show. But like, he had a career way before that. But that's right. what I I remember him for. Yeah, especially Airplane. So it's terrible. The older I get, I can't stop listening to these uh, Unsolved Mysteries, Cold Case Files. I'm all over that stuff. Really? So I'm getting Murder. Old. She wrote. Maybe not that old, but okay. yeah. <laughs> See, that's that's kind of the gauge. Yeah. Like, yeah. Okay, if you're doing this, you're like way old. Right. Unsolved right. mysteries. Okay. I can yeah, give yeah. I'm, I'm climbing. Yeah. yeah. Uh, don't they have like a new unsolved mysteries like on Netflix or something? Yeah. Yeah, they do. You yeah, watching yeah. that? Maybe I have. Maybe I have it. Yes, I have. I've seen them all. Yeah. Oh, are they good? Yeah, they're good. They're pretty nice. good. They're pretty good. Um, next. Um, oh, dude. Next one's a, uh, as a legend, I think. Uh, Rodney Dangerfield. He died uh, in 2004. From complications due to a heart surgery, uh, he he is known for the movies Caddyshack, Easy Money, and Back to School. Uh, he's the man that got no respect. His comedy no respect. Act. No yeah. respect. It, it, it feels no respect. like he was old his whole career. Yes, because like I like I remember before he started doing movies, he was a stand-up comedian. Right, and so when he. Um, 
got to Caddyshack and so forth. Like, is he's an old dude, right. but hilarious. Yeah. Like again, he's one of those people that was able to poke fun at himself. Not a very attractive guy. No, no, not so much. Kind of ugly. <coughs> Bug Hard eyes, whatever. Hard but he was at. funny. Yeah. And they say he was a super nice guy too. Oh, good. So that, that that's kind that's kind of it's kind of good to see. Yeah, and, and it, but it, he was only sixty six. He only sixty six. Yeah, when he died? yeah. When yes, sixty six when he died in two thousand four. Wow. So when you think about that, he was only like. Uh, you figure if Caddyshack was out in 1980, that's 24. He was only 42 in wow. Caddyshack. I thought he was like 60. Yeah, then. but he looked 60. Right. He, he always looked like so old. He was 60 for like 24 years. I think you're right because he didn't seem like he aged. So he just no. got stuck at 60 and like, he oh, got stuck park yeah. right here. There it is. <laughs> so, there it is. Yeah. Wow. And then the last one we're going to talk about here, uh, as far as movie stars. Uh, Vincent Price. Now, Vincent Price never did anything in the '80s that I know of. But when he, oh boy, when, when he did the Pardon Thriller, don't don't don't, yes, that was magic. Like I mean, everybody's heard the laugh. Yeah, heard you know the, the little line he does through there. Um, everybody remembers him for that. So, yeah, I wanted to. I, I looked this up. I wanted to share this, which I didn't know until I looked it up. Uh, wanting a notable person to recite the closing lyrics, Quincy Jones brought in actor Vincent Price, who was acquaintance of Jones' wife at the time, uh, Peggy Lipton, who was Julie on the Bot Squad. Um, Price completed his part in two takes. Uh, Temperton, um, the songwriter, wrote that the spoken portion in a taxi on the way to the recording studio. Jones and Temperton said that some recordings were left off the final cut because it did not have the edginess of other album tracks. So I would love to have heard the whole right. whatever he right, recorded. Right, I'm right. sure it's out there somewhere. Yeah, for sure. Maybe unreleased, but yeah, I'd like to hear it. Now, now I heard that um, something something about the way that it was done or whatever, but he you know, he got paid for what he did or whatever, but he didn't get the, any royalties from that. So, so he so, got like, uh, here's $1,000. Yeah, here, here, here's and, where things were recorded. And so, like, that song's been played. It's probably one of the most played songs, like, in history of ever. songs. <laughs> yes. and, and you would think that he would get a piece of that, or his family would get a piece of that forever. Yeah. No, not so much. Wow. Now, I know he his claim to fame, like, back in the 50s and 60s, he was in a lot of horror movies. Yeah. yeah. And uh, doing that whole thing is what got him the Thriller gig. So, yeah, Vince Price, very distinguished gentleman, very mm-hmm. distinct voice. And uh, yeah, we're always going to remember him as '80s children from yeah. from his role in Thriller. Well, and, and before we go on to TV, we do got there's an ex- a couple more here. Uh, okay, we we got uh, Mr. Miyagi. Oh, Pat Morita. Yeah, Pat also known Morita. as Arnold from Happy Days. Now, see that that's it. I mean, does everybody know that Mr. Miyagi was Arnold from Happy Days? I we know. That. We know. But now now you do as well. That was uh, and with the with with the. Uh, Coming back into uh, you know the, the spotlight, I thought we need to give him a little shout yeah, out. As he's well. getting lots of flashback love. He is in the movie, very, in the very show. Cool. So yeah, yeah, very good, very very good. All right, now what, 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 where are you heading to now, sir? Well, we're going to take a break and we're going to come back and talk about TV stars we've lost. Let's do it. All right. So welcome back to part two of our 
podcast today, Living in the 80s, and we are continuing our discussion on dead people. Oh yeah, we're, we're keeping it cheery still. Keeping it cheery. But you know, before we get started, one celebrity death happened during, you know, just today. Uh, Tony Lewis from The Outfield, from the, the outfield. lead singer, you yes. know, Josie's on a vacation far away. Uh, how's it go? Just Josie's on a vacation far away. Come around and talk it over. Yeah, he died. <laughs> Dead. Yeah. Maybe Josie finally got her revenge. Maybe. I don't maybe. know. I don't know. But uh, John Spinks, the guitar player, died in it's 2014. Put me, put me in coach guy, right? Uh, no, that's John oh, Fogarty. No, is that a Fogarty? John Fogarty from the Creedence Clearwater Revival. I was thinking that was Outfield, too. No, no. Oh, because no, oh, put me in coach, referring to a baseball game. So I was thinking the outfield. outfield. See, that's, that's I see I, where you did there. Okay, I yeah. messed up, but yeah, that's yeah. kind of, there's a logic there. There is a logic. Not a, not a right one. But no, uh, it's not a right one. Okay, whatever. So the second half of this show today, we're going to talk about dead TV stars. Yes. We just hit movie stars, and some of these people... Uh, they transcend from TV to movie, mm-hmm. but we're just going to go through this list, and some of these are going to be kind of uneventful to some of you. Others are going to conjure up some memories, I'm sure. So yeah, and, and that's kind of why I we make a reference to the, the difference between the movies and uh, the series, the TV shows, is because like a, a movie, you spend a couple hours with a, a character or whatever. Yep. But when you when you um, have some of these series or these sitcoms or these dramas, you spend year after year. You actually watch people grow up. I mean, yeah, like the kids, like in different strokes and yeah. growing pains and stuff like that. Like we meet them when they're young kids. Show goes off the air when they're you know later teenagers or young adults or whatever, depending on how successful the show was. Uh, you, we're not being weird and actually feel like we know these people, but and there's a sense that we kind of do know them on some level, you know? Sure. I mean, so uh, w- some of these folks, when they pass, it, it kind of, you know, it uh, rings a little bell there, you know? Sure does. So Sure does. We'll start off with Alan Thicke. Yes, that was... Alan Thicke. He was the dad in Growing Pains. Growing Pains? That's, uh, uh, the yeah. Canadian. He's Canadian. Canadian. Yeah. So son he is died still... playing hockey. That, that's right. And yeah. that, he was on ice, right? When on he... the ice with his son. Not his son, Robin Thicke, who Robin sung Thicke, yes. uh, Blurred Lines, mm-hmm. ripped off the Marvin Gaye song. But uh, yeah, he seemed like a nice guy. I remember he had his uh, TV show, Thick at Night, was on TBS back before Growing Pains. This was uh, this is the, uh, what's his face's dad? Uh, Kirk Cameron's dad. Yeah, Kirk Cameron. Yeah, old Kirky. Well, yeah, which is uh, something that I remember seeing the, of some photos like taken like at the funeral, like they had the whole cast there, and and so you get you know the biggest star was Kirk Cameron of the show, but right. as a young child, Leonardo DiCaprio was on there, right? Who's now a huge A list movie star. So can you kind of see the conversation of man, uh, Leonardo? I, I I loved you in Titanic, <laughs> and uh, and um, should have been The nice Departed and stuff like that. And Leonardo's like. Uh, I loved you in Fireproof. Yeah. <laughs> left Behind. You were pretty you good in, in Left Behind. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, the, back, but back then, though, it was all Kirk. Kirk was the man. He I mean, was he on was, the team beat and all that stuff. He was the crush. And yeah. then now it's, yeah, yeah, it's switched. The other way around. The other way around, yeah. yeah. Comes wrong, goes wrong. But it's, if you see Kirk Cameron now, he still looks like he did as a teenager. He's he's yeah. lived right, and you he can is. tell. Leonardo's starting to look like Jack Nicholson. A little bit. Yep. A little bit. <laughs> so, 
All right. Uh, our next one, uh, Andy Kaufman. Dude, no, no, everyone, I don't know if everyone re- remembers who this guy is. He was Latka on Taxi. Yes. I mean, that, that's where I, I just, everyone, I think, fell in love with the guy. Yep. Uh, he was, what What country was he supposed to be from? Uh, some made-up like, country. Like, yeah. Lavadia or something yeah. like that. I don't remember. Too funny. But he was great. I remember him with the publicity stunt with Jerry the King Lawler. Yeah. He, uh, those yeah. of you guys know who know Jerry Lawler as a WWF announcer, uh, back in the 80s, he ran his own wrestling promotion in mm-hmm. Memphis. It was very successful. And Andy Kaufman had this thing saying that like he could beat up any woman. And then, well, so, I don't think this would fly. In it would not fly today, not so especially much. get like Ronda Rousey up there to oh, beat the crap out of him. Oh, that'd be awesome. But uh, so Jerry Lawler, uh, ever the you know the entrepreneur wrestling guy, is like, hey, I think we can make some money on this. So he called him out on it on David Letterman and smacked Andy Kaufman in the face. Dude, I remember that. And like he had the neck Chester. brace on afterwards. Oh, it was classic. <laughs> I mean, it was all a big publicity stunt, but. I mean, I, I think there was a moment where Andy realized, oh, what am I getting into? I mean, yeah. he, he slapped the crap out of him. Right? So they, they had a wrestling match, yeah. and, and you know, he's got to take a body slam, which hurts. You know, you see those guys getting slammed on the mat. Those aren't spongy. There's, there's, oh, yeah. That's like plywood with a thin layer of padding. Right, right. That, you know, if you land on your back, you're going to get hurt. So that he died of lung cancer in 1984. Yep, yes, he did. So, which is, which is crazy. Um, how that happened, because, you know, just a few years later, he was still doing movies and TV and whatever. Uh, my favorite Andy Kaufman moment was on Fridays. Oh, that's right. They had yes. a somewhat, it, you, it, to this day, we're not sure if it was staged or or not, but um, him and Michael Richards, who played Kramer, were in a skit, and they end up, like, disagreeing about the lines or something, so they start fighting and arguing with each other and throwing stuff and and he comes on the next week like hey i want to apologize for my behavior and my actions like it was a real thing and we're still going was it serious was it not so yeah comic genius if if you can make people kind of believe something you're doing good and that he may just been idiot too you know yeah yeah who knows who knows uh, I don't know. Well, coming up here, we, we've got the, uh, the three out of four, kind of trifecta. This is sad. Uh, but three of the Golden Girls are gone. B. Arthur, yes. uh, Estelle Getty, and Rue McClanahan. Rue McClanahan, that's yeah. right. All three have passed. Shockingly, Betty White is still doing cartwheels, running up and down. Making out with Bradley Cooper. Hot in Cleveland, doing her thing. I yeah. mean, just amazing. So if you guys didn't get a chance to check out uh, the SNL 40th anniversary, it's been a couple years ago now, but they had the skit on there, the Californians. So funny. And, which is one of my favorite things in, like, in modern SNL era. So and good. this one part, Bradley Cooper's the guest on there. And they're making out like uh, he's, full on making like, out, and like he's like tongue deep delicious. in Betty White's mouth. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's he, like all delish on it. Yeah, it's, it's crazy. <laughs> crazy. So uh, yeah, it was kind of funny and strange all at the same time. Yep, but uh, and funny. Yeah, yep. but yeah, three out of the five out of the four Golden Girls. Yeah, no, and, uh, stay that, golden. That probably breaks uh, my my wife's heart. She loves the Golden Girls. Uh, and, and what's funny is there's even like a couple girls in her Girl Scout troop 
the love the Golden Girls. I mean, Which eleven is year hilarious olds. to me because yeah. I, I never really thought much of that show. Oh, I mean, love. She got T-shirts, the whole shebang. Just <laughs> I don't know what birthday meme she's getting. She wants she wants a pair of Golden Girl Crocs. I'm like, really? Are they? They Crocs? have. Apparently. They have that. Well, they have them, and she wants them. So that's good stuff right there. <laughs> uh, who we got next? Uh, Bob oh. Keishan. Bob Keishan, butter, Captain Kangaroo. Butter known as Captain Kangaroo. Uh, folks on, on, on this page have probably spent many a morning uh, watching old Captain Kangaroo and uh, Mr. Green Jeans and Bunny Rabbit, Bunny Mr. Rabbit, Moose. Mr. Moose. I mean, that's how Bill Cosby did picture pages. Picture pages, picture pages. Open up your picture pages. Time. Open up your crayons and your pencil. Yeah, time to pen. Is it time for or open time them up? To get you wouldn't open a crayon, would you? Yeah. You'd open the pack of crayons. I think crayons. it's time for it. Yeah, I don't know. But yeah, that, that's uh, that's how we started our, our mornings uh, in the 80s. Uh, was that was that just on Saturdays or was that weekly? Uh, I, I don't I don't know. Yeah, just no, I don't know. I'm just saying out loud, I'm not sure. Uh, uh, Jason will tell us later. Yeah. But anyway, I'm Googling I'm, right now to catch you guys on the carpet <laughs> of the things you're saying and doing there. I don't like 80s music, but I like Google. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that was that you. Was, that was, that was you, Jason, whose last name will remain unnamed <laughs> because <laughs> of protection. <laughs> Ooh, they're gonna find me in a dark alley. <laughs> oh, um, mercy! Too funny. Okay, all right. So one more trifecta, Matt. What you got there? Oh, I'm sorry. First, we have Clara Peller. Clara Peller. Where's the beef lady? Oh yeah, that's yeah. Right. She no. died of a congestive heart failure, like in 1987. Now, now tell tell her story. I mean, she was just uh, a woman, a normal woman, yeah. and all of a sudden, what? Well, she was she was a manicurist, and she was doing her manicuring thing in her in the shop, and a lady came in that was a talent scout. She was looking, she's getting her nails done. They're working on the Wendy's campaign. They were kind of talking about, you know, where's the beef and using the little old lady or whatever. And she found the perfect little old lady. And Clara was how old? She was like eighty. Four, I believe. In her 80s. In her 80s. And her career just took off. It took off. And she did a Prego thing after that and died a couple years later. Amazing. So her family's like thinking, we know where the beef is. It's in our pockets. That's right. Because grandma made us a ton of money. That's what I went out with a bang. She spent yes. her 80s and we're... That's amazing. Unless she like blew it all on like casino, oh yeah, casinos. She probably died like speedball of hair. She probably did. (laughs) Oh, Clara, rest in peace, Clara Peller. Yeah. Okay, now here's a trifecta we're talking about. Oh yeah, Uh, Conrad Bain, Dana Plato, Gary Coleman, all from different strokes. Better known from different strokes. That's uh, and the crazy thing is, is. Uh, of of those three, and then you throw in the fourth, or, or uh, Gary Coleman's brother, which was Todd Bridges. Or you would have thought he would have been the first uh, one to Yeah, die. you would think he was the one to go. Who would have thought that he'd still be standing? Yeah, it's like uh, he got in trouble with drugs and the cops and All kinds of everything trouble. else. Yeah. But he's clean now. He does like clean and sober appearances and so forth. Which so is, good which for is him. wonderful, wonderful. Uh, sadly, Dana, she, um, the first they thought she had accidental overdose, but later it was kind of ruled a suicide, Yeah, which is, that's just tragic. She, 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 she had an RV and she, she had gone to visit her parents and she went to the RV to get something 
and that is where she died. Wow. So it, it's very sad. It is. Very sad. And Gary died of a, a brain hemorrhage after suffering a fall. He, I mean, back in the 80s, that this family was larger than life. I yeah. mean, the, what you talking about, Willis? I mean, everybody. We still say that today. Still. I mean, it's, 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 um, you, you would have thought these guys would be either rich forever or famous forever. And, uh, Gary, I mean, it's, he was so cute as a kid. Yep. But, uh, he, he didn't really translate over into the adulthood side of life. No, he did not. I think he was not like a security guard at a. Last I saw, he was. Something like that. Yeah. And just punching fans and whatnot. Sad. It's, yeah. Sad, sad stuff. Sad, sad stuff. Who um, else we got here? Let's see. Oh, we got a couple of goes together here. Yeah. Uh, Andy Griffith and uh, Don Knotts. That those two right there. Goodness gracious. I still like when I see the Andy Griffith show on. I still will stop and watch. Oh, them. oh yeah. I'll Great catch show. The Me TV or whoever's got them on for you know several hours at a time. Uh, I'll jump on that for and ride it for a couple hours. Oh, I, I love them. Me too. Uh, and you know our friend Matt Taylor. Oh yeah, huge Andy Griffith fan. Huge. And uh, whenever huge. I watch that show, sometimes I'll uh, I'll think about it. I might even text him. Guess what I'm watching right now? <laughs> and he'll usually come back with something very stupid and obscure, like uh, Night Gallery or whatever. So <laughs> he's. Uh, I mean, th- those two are a great pair. I mean, I think they were a perfect complement with uh, Andy being straight man and Don just being slapstick. Stupid funny. And bug eyes, over-exaggerated, everything. His bullet in his pocket. Just great stuff. So, yeah. Um, Don Knotts died of lung cancer. And Andy mm-hmm. Griffith died of a heart attack. Yep, yep. So, sorry to hear that. Next. Well, you got uh, another pair. Yeah. Siskel, Siskel and Ebert. Siskel and Ebert. Gene yes, Siskel they both passed away. Um, both known for being our movie reviewers. Um. Basically, they were, I mean, you're listening to a podcast right now, and these guys are basically doing a podcast kind of format yeah. in the 80s. Yep. They two guys sitting talking about movies. They just happen Giving to be Giving the on, thumbs up or the thumbs down. Yeah, just happen to be on camera and all yep. that kind of stuff. But basically, yeah, that's that's what we're still doing today all across. We're all trying to be like Cecil and Ebert. Yeah, that's right. They More and fought. They did get paid, though. Yeah, what? They did get paid. Who you got? Uh, I, I've got uh, Ed McMahon. Oh, you said more and fought. That's yeah. what you said. <laughs> yeah. That's good. Let's go and see what I did with our last I, I, names. I see that, yeah. Which, I, on this podcast, you can use last names. Oh, yeah. On this one, you can, Mr. Yeah. Fought. Thank you, Mr. Moore. There you go. All right. Let's move on. All right. Uh, next, we've got um, Aaron Moran. Oh, this Joni Cunningham this, this from breaks, Happy Days. This breaks my heart. Yeah, oh, that breaks shortcake. Yes, she was. You know, she it was just so beautiful. As it, I mean, she who don't love who don't love Joni. Oh, I love Joni. Everybody loved Joni. Everybody. Chachi loved Joni. Chachi loved her. Loved yeah. her so much. He had, had a show. Her show. Yeah, had a show. Didn't last it. a long time. Cause, no. Well, no. it wasn't Happy Days, and yeah, and it kind of sucked. Kind of, if I bit, remember correctly, a little bit. But, uh, yeah, she passed away of cancer, um, yep. which is very sad to see. Um, Tom Bosley, uh, Howard Cunningham, who right. played her dad on the show, also passed away yep. uh, a few years ago. So, can't can't fail to mention him. Yep. Yeah, it, it's just so sad. Like, like, Joni's a good one. I mean, we literally watched her go from being, like, a preteen all the way to being a young woman. I mean, she was from Happy Days to 
her own show. I mean, she was on, on TV probably 10, 12 years, if not longer. And so, I mean, you know, you just really, uh, you, you, you grow up with them. You see them. Oh, yeah. And so, yeah. It's, uh, and, and, and what's weird also sometimes is when you watch these shows in the 80s or whatever, they kind of stay that age. You know, like, right. like Michael J. Fox is, is always, you know, like his 20-year-old. going to look like old, he's 17 or 18. Right, always and forever. Then all of a sudden you, you see these, you know, uh, uh, something in the news, or a current picture of him, and you're going, no way. No way that's him, you know. Or, There's man, he's aged like crap. And then you go look in the mirror yourself and go, yeah. huh? Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's very humbling. But yeah, in our in our minds, sometimes these people are all you know, like the Fonz is always the Fonz, and then you know you see Henry Winkler now with the gray hair, and you're going, wow, that's crazy. That's old Fonz. That's old Fonz. He's still cool. He though. is still cool. I bet you he can go whack a jukebox and make it, it would come make it play Blueberry Hill or whatever. Absolutely. Mm. Absolutely. Uh, next, this was a tough one here. Farrah Fawcett. Oh, that's, if yeah. If you were a young man in the 70s, mm-hmm. early yep. 80s, mm-hmm. you loved Farrah Fawcett. Which, which poster did you have? I had the one. I didn't have that one. Oh, I had that the one. red ba- bathing suit one. Yeah, my mom found it too provocative, which I didn't yeah. understand at the time. But now I look at it and go, oh, oh okay. Yeah, okay, I can yeah. kind of see it. No, right. the one I had, she was wearing a a light blue tank top that was not low cut, okay. and she was holding a flower. Okay. So I had the Christian version of that's beautiful. the Farrah Fawcett Majors poster. There. That's wonderful. But here's here's what stinks about that is she died. The same day Michael Jackson died. Yes, she did. So we hear early in the day that Farrah Fawcett dies. Two hours later, she can't even have her day because the biggest star in the world dies. Pretty sad. Yeah. Pretty sad. I mean, it's a sad day, you know, losing both at the same time. But yeah, it's like uh, as a fan, you know, you're grieving Farrah and you're mourning her and, you know, mm-hmm. you're reminiscing. Then all of a sudden, hey, let's talk about Michael for the next three weeks. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of a bummer. Stinks. Very much. What do you do, though? What do you yeah, do? Yeah, you just move on, man. That's uh, what we're going to do on this list. That's, we're moving on. Uh, who else? Oh, Gilda Radner. Oh, man. She loved was, Gilda Radner. She was one of the original Saturday Night Live uh, crew there. Yep. Cast. And uh, and realistically, when, when you mention her, you know, you think of all the others that were uh, uh, John Belushi. Um, yes, John was? Belushi. That was another tough one. Yeah. Like, you know, these are two original cast members that we just loved. Right. They, the characters stay with us forever. Go back and listen to our SNL episode a few yeah. weeks ago, and we talk about a lot of those characters and things. And they were, I mean, they were absolutely wonderful. Part of our, our young adolescence was watching SNL late yep. at night and seeing these guys. And I mean, you got to think Chris Farley was another one. He wasn't like an 80s guy so much, but right. he was alive in the 80s. He was. Yeah. He sure was. And yeah. so that was, you know, kind of rough. Uh, speaking of overweight guys that passed away too young, John Candy. John talked Candy. Talked about earlier yeah, right, in the right. movies. So, yeah, just it stinks. Yeah, it, it, there's almost, it, there almost seemed to be, with, with Candy and, uh, you know, all those guys, like an overweight funny curse. Like, if you're fat yeah. and funny, you, you better listen. I think Louis Anderson passed away, too. Yeah, like, yeah right, right. Fat and funny. That's sad. That's so, sad. Yeah, it just goes to show you, if you want to make it in show business and be funny, you need to get on Slim Fast. You need to. You yeah, because anything else is not going to work for you. You're uh, going to I'm die. praying for Lavelle Crawford. He's a, he's a big boy. I don't think I know who that is. Okay. Well, he's funny. Right. He's, he's kind of fat. He's going to die. Yep. Pretty sad. Uh, George Papard. 
Hey, that's yeah, uh, he was on uh, the A team. The A team, that's yeah, right. He was Hannibal, wasn't he? Uh, was he? Yeah, yeah, pretty sure. Hannibal. Okay. Yeah. That's Fact check us if you want to, Jason. Yeah, that's the and, uh, uh, that's the uh, Mr. T show. Mr. T. The Mr. T show. Yeah, yeah, that was, that was the one. Yep. Good stuff. Uh, Jim else? Henson. Oh man, that's if you didn't if you grew up in the eighties and you didn't just love Jim Henson or the seventies, yeah, like really, Sesame yeah. Street, you Sesame Street, the Muppets, these are all his all his projects. Yeah. Oh man, the, what I what I he died of complications from the flu, um, which is very sad because again it's another one of unexpected deaths like we talked last week, like Glenn Fry. You didn't know anything was wrong with him and you find out he's dead. Right. Tom Petty, same thing. Right. Uh, Jim Henson falls into that camp. Uh, one of the things I do like, though, is that his his studio uh, sold out to Disney. Yes, and that really that really helped um, helped uh, preserve his legacy and his heritage. Yeah, so you can see speak. the Muppets right now yeah. on Disney Plus, and yep, and uh, all that. Kind of, did he do the Fraggle Rock? He did. He did yeah. that, and um, you know. It's good stuff. Very he, sad to see. Him he go. he definitely left his mark on our uh, on our culture. Yes, and you know we hate to see him go as well, <coughs> but uh, you know it's um it's kind of kind of hard to kind of hard to see. Kind of hopping around the list here, yep. I, I do see we kind of mentioned some Saturday Night Live alum, and and I we look at uh, Phil Hartman. Yeah, this one oh man, this broke my heart because he. Uh, he didn't just pass. I mean, he was taken. You know. He oh was, yeah. He he was taken from us, and so that, um, you know, his wife uh, murdered him and then committed suicide. Yes. Uh, just a, a tragic, mm-hmm. tragic story right there. Yeah. And uh, so, which I always, I mean, he every role he ever had, like my favorite. Um, God, I don't know if there is a favorite, but I do remember him very fondly because my son's favorite Christmas movie is Jingle All the Way. Oh, yeah. Yeah, classic. He plays the next door neighbor. I yeah. can't remember what his name was, but yeah. he just, that that voice. Oh, yeah. Everything sounded like he's announcing something. Well, and it was perfect when he was on news radio because he kind of played that news anchor and he had that perpetual, vo- you know, the, the voice, you yes. know, the radio voice. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, loved him. All his... The characters he did on Saturday Night Live were just uh, spot on. He, he was just he was just too daggone funny. He even was a voice on The Simpsons on uh, several uh, characters there. So, uh, speaking of voices or recognizable voices, uh, you've got uh, Ted Knight. Uh, he was on uh, the Mary Tyler Moore Show. Uh, you've got a little Ted Knight impersonation there, don't you? Got a little Ted Knight. Can you give me a little Ted? Meanwhile, back at the Hall of Justice, <laughs> he was also spalding. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. See, see that? That's a there great you go. Ted That's Knight. That's my Ted Knight. That's good Ted Knight. He uh, he was actually the voice on uh, Super Friends, the the narrator. Yes, which it, is legendary. It is legendary. If you grew up in the seventies, you know that you've heard Ted Knight's voice somehow or other. And that's it. Yeah, his final show was too close for comfort. Monroe. Yeah, that's right. What are you doing? Too close for comfort. I forgot about that one. That was a good one. Uh, let's see. Did we mention Harry Anderson? Oh, yeah. From Night Court? From Night Court. Love yeah. me some Night Court. Yeah, very sad. Yeah. I mean, these are all very sad, but some of these people seem like they're way too young to be passing away. Yeah. I yeah. mean, that's... I mean, like, you know, when you see, like, oh, you know, the Estelle Gettys and the... the 
okay, we're not going. No one's going to live forever. We're right. all we're all going to be on this list sooner or later. But yeah. yeah, when you come across some of these, are just a little too young. Or and, and let's keep it real. If you're on the '80s page, um, you're you're not young. <laughs> you're not. You're, if you're listening you're probably to this now, in your 40s or 50s. Yeah, yeah. And and we are. It's if, you know when when we're in our 20s and we're watching these shows or teens and we're watching these shows and we hear about these 40 year olds that are passing away or whatever. Well, yeah. Well, they lived a long, full life. Yeah. And uh, as I sit here as a 51 year old, I'm going, huh? Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Oh yeah. Yeah. I guess I can see it. Or these folks that are dying in, at the age of forty or thirty-five, you're going, man. You know what? It's it's just yeah, it's yeah. surreal. Yep. Kind of surreal. So yeah, so we're just being real nice on this podcast. We're telling we you are. that uh, we are. you're all, you're gonna die and you're old. So welcome to the podcast. Yeah. This is great. Just lifting everybody up. So that's um, good stuff. Speaking of too young to die, um, one of the ones that. Uh, the, the next one here, I know, is a big heartbreaker for you, because um, you're a huge John Ritter fan. Oh man, John, okay, that, yeah, John messed me up, man. That was, and that was sudden, right? I mean, that yeah. was. Uh, it says here the cause of his death was a dissection of the aorta, as a result of an unrecognized flaw in his heart. He was only fifty-four years old. That dude had a lot of funny left in him, man. I mean, he did. He did. He was, uh, he was very, um, like, again, the, the, the best comedy people to me are the ones that don't really need writers to make them funny. Right. Like, they, they know what's going to make people laugh. They know how to associate different things and themes. Like, with him, he's very physical comedian, a lot of facial expressions. Very physical, yeah. Uh, if you watch Three's Company, a lot of it was just innuendos and misunderstandings almost every show oh yeah and he was so perfect at playing off of that he, and, had, he had great timing yeah and it i can't you can't think of anybody else that could do what he did back in that era right like later on i think tom hanks kind of had that mm-hmm. um but you know, this is before tom hanks oh was, i, I, was I john redder was to me i i i just uh yeah you, you kind of have him as a goal or when it comes if you're trying to be a funny person i mean he is one to look at and emulate he's just he was great man i, I really um uh, I, I i sure liked him a lot so i wonder how a show like three's company would work today hmm because it, it's it's you know back then if you guys don't know the premise of the show two girls they need a third roommate because their their girlfriend roommate got married so they were trying to find somebody. They can't afford to pay the rent in Southern California by themselves with their unnamed jobs. Mm-hmm. And so uh, they end up getting a guy. But the only way the guy was allowed to live there is because the landlord thought, he we're was, told he was gay. Right. So he wouldn't have any romantic interest to the yes. ladies. Because but at the same time, like today, it's you know, much more acceptable to be gay. Much more. And I wonder, because of such a ludicru- ludicrous plot, that would maybe kind of work today. Right. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, like, like if, if, if you've got like this, this landlord that's kind of like, you know, very anti-gay and whatever, and he's, mm-hmm. you know, what, however they want to portray him, and the dude acts super macho, you know, all around, but then turns the flame on oh, when yeah. the landlord's there. <laughs> I just wonder, it might work okay. It still might, yeah. It might. 
That was, you know, what's funny is my mom and dad were extremely churchy. I mean, my, my mom yeah. and dad, we were in church every time the door was open. Yeah, my, my mom that <laughs> loved this show. Yes. And and I, I can remember, I, I watched it every week. And, 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 you know, watching them now as an adult, I'm going, huh, I watched this with my mom and dad. You know, and it's, uh, I'm kind of wondering either, you know, what were they thinking or were they well, not it was already, it came on Tuesday, so you've already, you know, you didn't feel any of the Sunday conviction still. Well, you had to go to Wednesday night church to get convicted yeah, maybe, again. maybe that's what so it was. So that's why, you know, the Thursday nights was back to the Waltons. Yeah, but I, I watched this with my mom and dad, like every, and we just laughed and laughed, and I thought, that's crazy funny. That is funny. Well, speaking of Three's Company, Norman Fell and Audra Lindley, who played Mr. and Mrs. Roper. Mr. and Mrs. Roper. Both passed away. Um... Uh, leukemia for Mrs. Roper and cancer for Mr. Roper. So and those two, John Ritter and uh, well, Don Knotts, Don who played Noss, Mr. Furley, all Mr. passed Furley. away. Yeah, um, there is a there's a show I saw on YouTube recently. It's got the surviving members minus Chrissy. So it's got Janet and Larry, and then uh, Cindy and whatever the other girl's name was that moved out and moved in. Remember, there's Terry. like Terry. Terry, that's Terry, it. Yeah. So they were all four kind of sitting in a, in the living room of Three's Company, and they were talking about you know Very John cool. Ritter and the memories, and they're showing episodes, scenes from the episodes. It's really neat. So get on YouTube, look up Three's Company tribute. Sure, you'll see it pretty quick. So it's it's good stuff. Good stuff. Um, Penny Marshall. Our next oh, one, Laverne. Laverne loved Laverne and Shirley. It's it's too soon to say goodbye to Laverne or Shirley. I mean, just too yeah, soon. It is. They you know they should live forever like we think they should. But she had diabetes yes, and uh, complications with that is what took her life. Uh, and her brother was Gary Marshall, the director and yep. sometimes actor. Uh, he passed away recently. Uh, yeah, not too long ago. Yeah. Uh, which which for us now it could have been like. 2013. Yeah, because it's been seven years already. The other day, Gary Day. Yeah. uh, yeah. (laughs) Um, Let's see. And then uh, Johnny Carson's another one we failed to mention. Oh, Johnny. So he died of emphysema. You always saw him smoking on the set. And that's the thing. Back (laughs) when that show was on, man, I mean, that's they smoked, they drank. Right there on TV, interviews or smoking and drinking. See Sammy Davis Jr. and Johnny Carson smoking a cigarette, drinking a little brandy. Drinking some brandy, sipping, talking. (laughs) I mean, that's, but but Johnny was, uh, he was the, you know, man ahead of his time. I mean, he paved the way for the Jimmy Kimmel's and and the David Letterman's. I mean, Jay Leno's. I mean, those guys would not have the framework had it not been for Johnny Carson. They would not. And he was a legend. And the funny thing about him was um, he didn't need, like, 90 minutes of, political satire to get him over no like he would just show up he would he would have fun with his guests he would do uh, his, his golf opening. swing yeah yeah i forgot the, about the golf the swing, golf swing <laughs> on every model and doc severinson with the yeah. music would cue up and then the my, my I, I love the ed mcmahon he it was just his he was like johnny was one of the first ones to have like a sidekick mm-hmm. so he's got uh, ed mcmahon there who just constantly went <laughs> yes, Johnny. Yes, you are correct, you sir. Are correct, sir. <laughs> <laughs> he does it. Everything Johnny said, Ed laughed, and the crowd laughed along. I mean, if Ed laughs, you have permission to yes. laugh. And you didn't have an applause button up there, you know, light. You as far it, as we you, know, well, you may have, but you got Ed. <laughs> if Ed laughs, that's your cue. Everybody's good. 
So Too fun. I think that's our list. That that is our list. So we, we of great. course it's not an extensive list. Did we miss somebody? Absolutely. Here in the movie and the music list. But we just wanted to go through and, and just identify some people that, you know, maybe meant something to us in our childhood, our mm-hmm. teenage years. And, sure. And just kind of talk about them and their legacy a little bit. There's nothing wrong with spending a few moments being a little nos- nostalgic. That's right. And uh, if nothing else, maybe as you listen to this, it brought back memories of, uh, uh, you know, people that you kind of emulated growing up. And right. it, it's, uh, it's all good. It's good. Perfect. So next week, Matt and I will be back with our special guests, Jason Peitzmeyer and David Martinez. Watch out. We are going to be talking about 80s horror films. Ooh. Spooky, just in time for Halloween. That song of ghost. Ooh. Ooh, it did. Kind of a little bit. I'm scared. Yeah, it's kind of like a Scooby-Doo ghost right there. <laughs> Sweets. Oh, man. So, guys, thank you for... Hanging out with us. We will see you next week. Uh, Stay fresh. Bingo. Ted. Meanwhile, back at the Hall of Justice, <laughs> he was awesome. Spalding. Mm-hmm. See, mm-hmm. see that? That's a there great Ted night. That's good Ted night.